This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. Hello, everyone. It's Wednesday, which means it's another edition of Betting Weekly Game Bet Match, the number one tennis betting podcast brought to you in association with home, uh, with home, I was going to say, with Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. Uh, I'm Nigel Seeley over here in London. I'm joining him today with a little bit of a better internet connection. We just had a little test there. It's uh, Sean Calvert, who's over in Belgium for the w- uh, the ATP 250 event in Antwerp. Sean, you had a bit of a a morning trying to find or afternoons trying to find what your internet problems were. I think you've got to the bottom of it now though, haven't you? I have now. There's two routers in this apartment for whatever reason. Uh the one that I was sat next to yesterday doesn't do anything. Um well it's not it's not connected to this internet anyway. It's connected to something entirely different. The in, the actual internet is right in the corner over there next to the next to the cooker in the far low corner of the house. So this is like a three-story apartment. So you've got I did wonder why I was getting no internet right at the top in the bedroom area. And now I know why, because it's the internet is is not where I think it it where I thought it was. Uh, you know, I was right next to the router yesterday. I couldn't figure out why it wasn't working, but it's the wrong router. There's we two. Got, well, we, much better today, I must admit. Absolutely. It should be, better. yes, because I'm yeah. right next to the actual router as opposed to the fake one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yesterday we sort of it was good, good, good for the first sort of 20 minutes or so. The last five minutes we, we lost you a little bit, but uh, anyway, uh, we woke up this morning. We had one win and one loss uh, on our bets. We had Zhang from the podcast on Sunday to beat her cash. You know, we're so fickle here. We, we we gave her cash all week and we opposed him today. And Sean's got the read on her cash for sure. Uh, in the, in yep. the last couple of weeks, and then we, we had a bit of disappointment. Felix Orgiadis seem uh, didn't cover the 10 and a half uh, in his match. In the first set, uh, he won a couple the of points set, away, six, wasn't it? Couple, of, yeah, very close. But uh, you know, it's you know, it's still profit because Zhang was plus uh, one sixty three. I think he was to win that match, so we we, we made profit in a day. And uh, yeah. how's it been? What's it? What's it like? What's the what's the venue like? What's the tournament like? We saw your videos venue. yesterday. I, I wouldn't get me. Yesterday. Don't get me started on the venue. I mean, <laughs> it's the building site open basically. There's this you can't walk directly there because they're doing a ton of roadworks. It's it's basically underneath a flyover. Um, and they're doing a load of road work, so you, you can't walk directly there anymore. They've, they've shut that bit off, so you've got to walk around the side, past the Aldi, and then kind of into the front bit. It's it's right underneath the flyover. It's really weird. And then I saw the signs for court one, and I thought, well, where is that? Because there's, there's nowhere here apart from the Aldi car park. And it's, as I said in the video yesterday, you've got, you've got to have your ticket um, scanned, so you leave the main venue, and you have to walk all the way down the road, next to another flyover and they've erected this peculiar sort of tent thing um down the road on a on a building site where you've got jcbs flying about um r- piles of rubble everywhere and that's that's where court one is and then if you want to go to back from court one back to the main court you've got to go do the everything in reverse then you've got to scan your ticket again to get back into the main bit so it's it's a bit weird the merch is good though what do you merch. bought? what have you bought I've got a T-shirt. I've got an Antwerp uh, open T-shirt. It's quite nice. Um, the food, the food, 25 euros, I think it was. Mm, the um, the food card situation is weird. You, you know, you can't buy any food there unless you purchase a food card. 
and then load it up with credit. But which is fine, but you you have to do the drink separately. So if you want to drink as well, you then got to pay for that with your debit card. You can't pay for that with a food card. It's it's I don't know what's going on with liquid these, diet, Sean. Liquid diet today. Don't worry about them cards. It's liquid it's, diet. It's just weird. What I mean, if you're going to do a food card, just make the make it for everything. Don't make it so you've got to get the food with one bit and then the use your other card for the drinks. I, I, I don't get it. I watched your videos yesterday. There doesn't seem to be many people there. That's for sure. There was in the evening session. There was more right. in the evening session. Well, I say that it wasn't packed, but there was more people in the evening session than there was in the afternoon session. Yeah, you could you could basically sit where you want in the in the day session, which is what I'll do in a bit. Um, but I think there were more in last night because Blocks was playing, and he's he's Belgian, so there was quite a few in. Certainly wasn't packed. It's not it's not it's not busy, but it's um, yeah, it's an interesting little venue. Reminds me a lot of Marseille, actually. What are you paying for the ticket? What's the ticket cost? I think they're about. They're not much, about 25, 30 euros. Right. It's not it's not much. It's not much. And you what's Antwerp get, like? Um, I've only seen a little bit of it because that's, I'm in the northeast of the city at the moment, um, where it's really, really quiet. I mean, I, I only went into Antwerp last night to, to go to the Irish bar and watch the England match, but obviously it was dark by then and I can't really see. It's very small, very, very small. I think you can get from one side to the other pretty quickly. It's not the biggest of cities. You would have been able to get home from Antwerp quick, and it took me to get home from Wembley last night at the England game. Don't Easy. get me started. Half an hour, door to door. Oh, sporting venues and the, the travel in London last night, Wembley was absolute. They had yeah. extra security because of this, uh, obviously the heightened sort of terror threat. And, uh, they had they had cops with armed uh, armed cops outside the tennis last night as well, actually. Yeah, and obviously there's a obviously there's, a, there's an incident that's happened over in Belgium where you've been there. So uh, stay safe over there. Um, let's talk about the tournament in Tokyo. We're going to come on to Antwerp. We've got one match we're going to talk about Antwerp. I want you to give me your uh, your thoughts on the conditions there because you obviously you've seen it firsthand yesterday. But we'll mm. start off with Tokyo, which is obviously the bigger tournament this week. It's an ATP Tour 500 event. Um, there's it's, this looks quite quick. The quotes from the players obviously saying it's quite quick. Uh, you you know, the, the listen to certain players are saying it's quick. Other players are saying that about the balls again, the, the big talking point here. Uh, we've got two matches we're going to highlight here. The first match is this evening at 10 p.m. Eastern time. It's Christian Garin up against Alexander Poprin. Um, Poprin uh, didn't beat our pick, uh, Kachanov, in round one pretty convincingly, really. One, two sets to love. Uh, a fairly easy win for him, and he's been installed as a as a quite a heavy favourite here. Um, they've never met before in the head to head, and he is minus one eighty two poppering, plus one forty five for Garin. The spread here is two and a half. The handicap uh, Garin receiving it as minus one hundred seven, and the total is pitched at twenty two and a half. Twenty eight different markets other than those three main markets available on the Bet Rivers website. Um, was you impressed with poppering um, against Kachanov, or was it one of the, the fact that the Russian had a Bad day at the office. I think it was more the latter, really. I mean, Popperin was decent, but Kashanov was very disappointing considering how well he's gone here in the past at the Olympics and stuff. Um, and the fact that he, he hasn't played that much tennis, I was quite surprised that he was as poor as he was. Popperin was good, but he wasn't great, I don't think. Um, now Popperin's got... Just, can we, I'll just quickly talk about the conditions, actually. Just yeah, I just sure. got the data in, actually. It's 81% holds, 72.6% first serve points won, 0.3 tie breaks per set. So I'd say that that makes it reasonably quick for an outdoor hard. It's not as quick as the two indoor tournaments, but still pretty quick. I'd say similar-ish to, to Shanghai. So decent pace, certainly not slow. Um, so this one, I just think, I think Garin, because he's got such a good backhand, Garin, you can do a lot with that backhand. It's the forehand that generally lets Garin down in recent times. But I, I really like his backhand, and I'm not sold at all on Popperin's backhand. So I think Garin will 
have his chances in this. If he can get a lot of backhand to backhand rallies going, I think he could he could be good here. Um, Garen's gone well against uh, some of the bigger servers in the game in the past. He's beaten John Isner on indoor hard and outdoor hard in his career. Uh, should have taken at least a set off Kyrgios in the Wimbledon quarter final a couple of years ago on grass. He's actually won a set in eight of the 14 matches that I've got him um, down as playing against big servers in. So he's, he's not had a major problem with big servers. I'll say the matchup, I think, will suit him. I think Popperin will possibly get it done eventually because in the quick conditions with his, his big serve and four, and if he can get enough of that, those into play, he'll probably win it. But I quite like the over two and a half sets here at 2.32 plus 132 with Bet Rivers. I think this would be more difficult for Popperin than the odds suggest. Uh, over two and a half sets plus 132 currently available on the Bet Rivers website. Head across 10 p.m. Eastern time this evening. That match starts on Wednesday. Garin against Popperin in Tokyo. So we think that Garin will give Popperin some problems. I was quite surprised actually to see Popperin minus 182. I know he beat sure, I think that's that to me looked a, a, a price that I, I was I had a double take of it thinking that's a little bit too too high in the betting. Um, next match, uh, Alex Diminois up against Diego Schwartzman. Uh, Diminois should be suited by the conditions. He comes through a very long match in the first round against uh, Draper, the Jack Draper, the, the British player. Um, Draper probably had his chance to win that, but his conditioning let him down again. I mean, what a talent this guy is if he can sort out his conditioning. I mean, he really is. Yeah. He's a great player. Could be a top 20 player in the world easily, but his conditioning lets him down. His fitness levels aren't up there. Uh, Alex Diminois, it has to be come back here and, and play a, a, a wily old character who's having a bit of form after a really disappointing season, Diego Schwartzman. Uh, Diminois is minus 315. The Argentinian Schwartzman is plus 240. The handicap of the spread here is three and a half. Swartzman receiving three and a half is plus 123, which might may tempt me to part with a couple of quid on that one. Uh, the total is 20, 20 and a half, again, which looks relatively low. Over is minus 122 and under is minus 105. Schwartzman had, had a terrible year, hadn't he, Sean, in 2023. Absolutely mm. diabolical around the sort of summertime, but he's showing some signs of improvement. He's won five of his last six matches. Uh, and he's looking quite good. He's come through a, a decent match here in the first round against Serendulu. Got beat by Jarry in Shanghai. Beat Fritz. Beat Leheka. Um, are we? Are we? Are we? Is it good to write him off here or minus three fifteen? Diminuar look another one that could be a little bit of a a favour that we might whatever question mark against. Yeah, I mean Diminuar won easily on the grass uh, as a one point one nine chance in the, in the summer, but. He's bigger. He's almost double the price now, um, and that's due to Schwartzman improving, as you just said. His confidence is back. Uh, if we look at the last one month at main level, each player: Diminor service points one, return points one, hundred. Schwartzman hundred, um, and that's a big improvement for for Schwartzman on the rest of the year that he's done. Um, as you said, Diminor could have lost to Draper in the last round. Draper served for it. I think Cramps got him in the end again. Draper, uh, disappointing for him and his his fans and, and followers, but. I think I think this will be closer. You know, I think Schwartz, when the confidence is there, that from Shanghai, I think he's brought that brought that in now to this tournament. Perhaps not ideal conditions for Schwartzman, but I think this is short on on Diminor. It's, it's a much bigger price than when they met on grass, but you wouldn't fancy Schwartzman on grass compared to for Diminor and, and the way that he was playing then in Schwartzman as well. So I mean, I think I think I'm in agreement with you here. Over 21 and a half games, that looks that looks pretty decent. 1.97 with Bet Rivers. I think that's that's perhaps the spot to be to be looking at here. I think Schwartzman will give him a, a pretty good test. I, th I think it was 20 and a half, sure. 
The line is 20 and a half. Oh, well, I thought oh, it was 21 and a half earlier. No, they, 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 well, the, the price, they, Bet Rivers have a different market the, on all the different games. You can go 20 and a half, 21 and a half. The okay, 20 so and brought half, it down. Yeah, 20 and a half is minus 122, and 21 and a half is around about minus 110. So you can really take your pick. But I think the 20 and a half here and get 21 on your side is a, is a decent bet, and minus 122. It's probably a little bit too short for you to get involved. You might go over to 21, but the 20 and a half here, I, I, I always like to take the extra game at the lower price rather than the, because the amount of times I've hit the exact. Uh, I tend to go the other way, but. <laughs> yeah, I, I, it's each their own really, but we're both yeah. in agreement, 20 and a half, 21 and a half. Um, would that be an official pick for you, Sean, on that match or just? I've only got one official pick. So I think it's a really, really tricky day, but this this is just a lean, I think, on, the, so on this both one. That's, the ma- that's where I'd be going. So both of the matches in Tokyo are leans. They're not official picks or is the Gary an official I've pick? only got one official pick. It's coming up later. Okay, so nothing. Uh, they're our leans in Tokyo. And let's move across to where Sean is. And as, as Sean said there, that's uh, Diminois Sportsman match. 2023 this year in Queen's Club. Uh, Diminois won 6262. But it, it was a different Sportsman there in very, very different quick conditions. Uh, what they're going to play tomorrow. It's going to be quick, but nowhere near as quick as Queen's Club. Uh, Antwerp, uh, where Sean is. Um, Sean, before we look at the match you've highlighted, which is an interesting match. What did you? What was your assessment of this, the court speed and the conditions? What you saw yesterday on your day, your first day watching the action in the, in Belgium? Yeah, it looked quick, and the data that I've got says it's quick. Eighty-five percent holds, and seventy-four point four percent first serve points won in the first ten matches. 0.35 tie breaks per set. Seven of the ten uh, matches so far have featured at least one tie break. And that, that, I had a word with the the Dunlop guy there because I wasn't entirely sure whether they were using Dunlop AO balls, which is the ones they're using in Tokyo. Or the Dunlop ATP balls, which is the one that the, the one that they use in a lot of tournaments. Um, I say a lot. The guy actually told me how many it was. It was it's thirty percent of the tournaments they they use this in, which isn't a lot, but it's the official ball of the tournament. It's the slower one, the one that people have been complaining about all year. But uh, so it probably even quicker if they weren't using those balls. But those those are the conditions. Yeah, it's quick. Um, yeah, definitely on the quicker side. One of the quicker tournaments of the year, as far as indoor is concerned. And the match we're going to talk about is probably the most uh, difficult match to call as far as Bet Rivers are concerned uh, for tomorrow. It's a game between Dominic Team and Hanferman. Uh, you can't split them uh, with the betting. It's minus 112 the pair. The total is 22 and a half. The head-to-head uh, is a slight advantage for Hanferman. They won in Kitzball in 2022, 6-4, 3-6, 6-4. So a long match there. Their record on indoor courts this season is pretty similar. 4-2 for Dominic Team, 3-1 for Hanferman. To me, this looks a, a genuine 50-50 matchup. Their form coming in is almost identical. If you look at the records, they're almost identical in their last six matches. One win, one loss, one win, one loss, two wins back-to-back. Pretty much identical through the Asian swing as well. Um, so this does look a 50-50 call. Um, have you got a side that you want to be with here, Sean? I think we've got to go with the totals in these conditions. You know, I watched Hansman against Blocks yesterday. He's impressed me, the Blocks, actually. He was pretty good. You can tell he's going to be decent. Uh, you couldn't tell he was 600 spots below Hanfman in the rankings. Um, as you said, this pair met in Kitzbühel team was a 1.29 favourite. This summer on the Klein team, won more points in the match and lost, uh, mainly because he only took one of 10 break chances. Um, in these conditions, which team has described as fast and I think are pretty quick, Hanfman should, you know, his game should have the edge. Um, team was close to losing in straights last night against Nardi. Said his self-confidence isn't that high at the moment. Um it was actually Hanfman's first match at main level on indoor hard in his career last night. He's only ever played at challenger level before, so there's no real data for him. Um, as I said, seven of the first 10 matches here have featured a tie break. So 
my lean here, this is a very tough match to call, but in these quick conditions, plus 128, 2.28 bet Rivers on, on a tie break in any set in this match that is, is pretty decent. Um, and 3.15 uh, plus 2.15 about um, over 10 and a half games in set one. I think that might be quite a nice spot as well. You know, both of these guys played a tie break in their opening matches. Um, I think it's would be a tight one, as, as the odds suggest. So I'd probably put tie breaks on your side here. Is it worth that strategy for the majority of matches uh, here in, in Antwerp, given the court conditions? Is it yeah. worth playing tie breaks at big prices? I'd say so, unless you've got guys that are sort of fairly weak, serve, weak serving and kind of strong return, like a Schwartzman type guy. Um, but anybody with decent power, I think there's going to be few chances um, in, in a lot of these matches. So total games, uh, overs in the first set, tie breaks, um, anything on the, related to long match here for Dominic team against Hanferman, the, the Bet, Bet Rivers odds compilers make it a 50-50 call. We're in agreement. Uh, we can't really split the, the side of who we think will win it, but when it's 50-50, you would expect the match to go on for quite a long time, and that is what we believe will happen uh, tomorrow in Antwerp. We haven't got the order of play yet, but the, the action starts around about 4 a.m. Uh, Eastern time. So uh, head to the BetRivers website now, place the bet so you don't want to miss it. And if you do place the bet and you want to stay up and watch it, you can uh, live stream it on your tablet or the comfort on your own home, on your mobile phone or whichever device you would like to use. Uh, Sean will be at Antwerp later today and also be Antwerp tomorrow. You're at Antwerp tomorrow? What, does it tennis? Yeah. 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 So yeah. he'll be watching his games. You'll be able to follow uh, his live uh, action there on our socials, on our Twitter account and our Instagram account at Because We Win to follow all of Sean's uh, travels over in Antwerp then he's give you some insights into the way the courts are going and some in-play tips and maybe some other tips that we're not touching on here okay the final tournament we're going to look at is over in Stockholm uh, staying in Europe uh, Elias, Elias Yima uh, a player who get, got a big win for us in the opening round against Bautista Agut um, he's up against Dino Prismic um, I don't really know much about Prismic I know he's 18 I know he's Croatian I know he's um uh, he's obviously a very talented young player. He's up to 165 in the world rankings, which is three above Yima. I know about Yima. I've always bet Yima. I used to bet him and his brother whenever they played in their homeland. They're playing in their homeland here in Stockholm. And I'm looking at these prices. Now, I don't know much about Prismic. You might be able to tell me a little bit more about him. But how on earth can this boy be minus 220? That's the first question I want to ask you here. He's minus 220 to win this match. Yima is plus 175. The handicap is a monstrous three and a half. When you consider Yima will have all the support, he's minus 132. And the total here is 22 and a half. 36 different markets available on this one on the Bet Rivers website. But Prismich, he must be the next Roger Federer if he's minus 220 to beat Yima. Only three places in the world rankings separate the two of them. Yeah, sure, isn't it? Um, quickly on the conditions in Stockholm, again, it's quick here. 83% holds, 73.5% first serve points won. So again, not, not a slow surface by any means. Um, yeah, he's the French Open uh, junior boys champion, Prismich, played a lot, quite a lot on clay. Um, pretty solid game. Nothing, nothing big or spectacular about it. He's just technically very good. Um, it seems to be more of a, a sort of counterpuncher, which I think suited him well against the power of Leheka. I'm just not so sure that it's going to be that effective against against Ema, who doesn't have, really have the power of Leheka. I think it's a bit more of a tactical affair, um, which could well play into the hands of Ema, who's obviously more experienced at this level. I was impressed with him against Bautista Roga. I was watching it on the Eurostar, that match. Um, he was good, Ema. No, he, he, the problem he's had playing Stockholm before, he's tended to be very nervy and he's not able to to serve his matches out, but he, he 
didn't have any problems against it. And admittedly, what was admittedly poor Bautista Rigurt, which is what we expected after he lost to Billy Harris in Malaga. I mean, he looks miles away at Bautista Rigurt. That was a, a really nice price that we got on Ema. Obviously, Ema's going to fancy this. If, if you're Mikel Ema now, you, you're looking ahead. You probably can't help but look ahead to the sort of quarterfinals. He's thinking, well, I've got a chance here. I've beaten Bautista Rigurt. There's no reason why I can't beat Prismich. I mean, it, I think it's just based on the fact that he, he's beaten Leheka and he beat Machak, who we'll talk about in a minute. In qualities, yeah, they're very good wins, but, you know, he's 18 years of age. He's not going to be producing his best tennis day in, day out. You know, his level is going to fluctuate at this at this ATP tour level. And, you know, he has lost a couple of matches recently. I think Lucas Klein beat him very easily in, in Bratislava a couple of weeks ago. So he's not, yeah, he's probably the perhaps the favourite to win it, but that looks super short to me. So I've, mm. I've taken Ema here at um, 2.75, I think he was with Bet Rivers earlier on. I think Ian was a great bet here. I mean, I, I love, I like, he's still plus 175, exactly the same price you took earlier. The spread here is three and a half. I think that's that's monumental. I mean, Prismich is, he, he beat Leheka, obviously, 18 year old kid, beats the CD player, biggest win of his career. Always auto fade for me, always the next round. Yeah. I, I think it's, sorry, go on. No, no, go on, sure. I was just going to say that immediately I saw this price, I thought, really? Uh, yeah. Just, just, so maybe someone's seeing something in, Prismich, which, you know, yeah, I have seen his talent, but that's short, really short in the circumstances. But coming into this tournament as well, it's six, seven matches coming into the tournament. He lost six of them. He, he stepped up a level representing Croatia in the Davis Cup, was beaten easy by McDonald's when he came up to this top level. Mm. I just, I think this is this is all a price on one match against Lehka. And, he, and, and I've always liked Yima and his brother, but obviously his brother is now retired. I always like them on their homeland. I think they've, their record in Sweden is, is pretty good, actually. I mean, I used to bet them in this tournament in match bets in, in years gone by. I can't remember it, every record at the top. But I know I didn't leave it behind that much. So I think Yima here, almost like almost two to one plus 175 is a monstrous price against a player that we know very little about. And, uh, and Yima, again, with the home crowd it's a huge factor as well so uh, yeah. i agree i'm in agreement with sean here yim at plus 175 so that's not your official pick was that your official yeah that pick? is my official yes pick. good so, yeah. good that's, that would be I'm, I'm all in on that one so i'm glad that's your official pick because i was going to say the next one must be absolutely gold dust if uh, if that wasn't your official pick uh the next match it's we a are tricky day it is a very tricky day i think it's a, one of the toughest days we've had in the last few weeks really to be honest i think it's hard today yeah, very difficult card across all the tennis tournaments uh, in Tokyo, Antwerp and Stockholm. But there is a whole host of other matches that you may have an opinion on. If you head to the Bet Rivers website, you can place the bet there as well. Uh, the final match we're going to talk about is the veteran Stanislaus Varinka up against Thomas Machak. Uh, Varinka is minus 136. Machak is plus 110. The spread is minus one and a half. And the total is a very, very high. The highest of the day, 23 and a half. Varinka is obviously coming to the twilight of his career. Uh, looked pretty poor against Laovic in the Shanghai uh, last week. Lost in the first round as well against Giron. Got over that first round hurdle uh, with the win over Gojo. But uh, Mahak has been beaten by Prismich in qualifying, the man that we were opposing in, in against Yima. Um, can he get a win here against the veteran? I think it's all about Rowinka here, isn't it? If he's fit, if he's up for the challenge of uh, this tournament here. It's an ATP Tour 250, so motivation may not be there for a former major champion. Um, how do you see this one? I think he'll be up for this stand, to be honest. Um, uh, Machak's been playing great, you know, at challenger level. He's won 17 of his last 18 matches before he came here and lost to, to Prismich in qualis. Got back in as a lucky loser when Davidovich Fakina withdrew and he got the 
the luckiest of lucky losers because he got a buy straight through, taking Davidovich's place into round two. Um, but he has played an awful lot of tennis, um, Machak. You know, he, he's played 19 matches since the US Open and 74 in the season as a whole. That is a, a lot of tennis um, at this stage of the, the season. I, you've got to worry about his his sort of uh, his fitness, his the fatigue levels. As by way of comparison, Stan has played five matches since the US Open and 48 this season. So far less tennis. I know he's a lot older, but um, he should be much fresher. And he, he's got Magnus Norman with him here this week. Magnus Norman, obviously, is his longtime coach, Swedish. Um, so he said, there was a, a couple of little quotes that he said after his first round match against Goja, which he, he played pretty well. He says he's never practiced with Machak before, um, but he says he's playing well in himself. And he, he mentioned about Magnus Norman being there and he, he said he's feeling good. And yeah, I feel like this is a situation which, which Stan's going to be comfortable in. He's got his mate there, Norman, alongside him. Um, created 10 breakpoint chances, actually, against the powerful Gojo in, in quick conditions. So that's that's a, a, a feather in his cap, so to speak, in, in terms of the conditions here. It's quick. It's not easy to create that many chances in two sets against someone who serves like Gojo. I just think this Machak price is based on all the winning that he's done in in challenges. I mean, if you look at what he's done at main level in his career, it's it's not great. Seven wins, 14 losses, uh, 33% win rate, and his service points, one and return points, one total in those matches is 97. You know, I expect he'll improve on that. He's up to number 81 in the world now. He's going to get more chances at, at this sort of level, but at these prices, it's not often I I go for the favourite, but I just think Machak's too short here. I think Stan will probably win this one. So, Stan, this allows Rinka rolling back the years uh, at the end of his career with a win of the Mahak, who great on the Challenger Tour, but not so good on the ATP main tour. And when you're up against a, a, a Grand Slam champion, multiple Grand Slam champion like Stanis Alzarinka, this may be a little bit of a test for you. But uh, I think it's all about Stan's conditioning and his motivation, I'm sure. I mean, that's a slight concern for me. But I think I, I think you're right on the stats here, but you'll know within two games, three games, whether. Stan fancies this, gets that backhand going and uh, then we can have some fun and games. But uh, uh, for me, I think Yima, I agree with you. Yima is the bet of the day, plus 175. And that is our official pick here. And as you can see from the graphic, almost 50 units of profit on this show. Uh, around about 10% return of your investment. A fantastic return from the main man, Sean Calvert, the number one tennis betting tipster in the world, as far as I'm concerned. Anyway, Sean, uh, enjoy your day today. Have, Thank have you. some fun. Uh, load up that card. Load up the card. and get It's already loaded. It's lovely, already loaded. Lovely. Uh, you can follow Sean's adventures, as I said earlier, on our Twitter account and also on our Instagram account, at Because We Win. Uh, you can subscribe uh, to our YouTube channel, Betting Weekly, sorry, Bets, we, Betting Weekly Studios are on YouTube. Uh, give us a, a like there and a subscribe and ring the bell and you won't miss any of the content that comes from there. Uh, you should down, also download this podcast, Betting Weekly Game Bet Match, on your preferred podcast provider. Uh, we'll be back on Sunday where we've been previewing the tournaments next week uh, I think one, one of those in Vienna and I can't remember what the other one is you know Basel I think Basel that's it yeah I will be heading to Vienna Sean will be back in London I'll be heading off to Austria on Monday morning so on Tuesday and Wednesday I'll be over in Vienna and Sean will be across here in Blighty so more content coming your way on the on the shows on the YouTube channel and also on our socials uh, take care have a, have a great day Sean good luck with your bets thank you. cheers thank and you. Uh, we'll speak to you all again on Sunday <laughs>